In my job, I lost my identity. Once you lose your identity, I feel like it's time to go. everyone welcome back to she's intimidating i am your host jess i've missed you guys a lot that's all i really want to say i know it's only been a week but like this is my version of journaling because as you know that i was never good at journaling i will be completely honest so yeah this is that for me it's my therapy since i'm not in therapy anymore which is kind of weird to say therapy was like my identity for a good two years so that's strange but i don't know we're here for it i'll go back if i feel like i need to but right now i feel like i'm fine my therapist says I'm fine. So I'm just not even going to stress about it yet. So I got a class pass. And for those of you that don't know what class pass is, it was actually like one of my best friends that introduced it to me. But basically, it's when you buy like this class pass and I did the 80 credit one and you can do different classes at different gyms. Like I like to do spin and Pilates and I'll probably do yoga on it. I haven't done yoga yet. Or like strength and conditioning classes. There's so many things and each class is like anywhere from three to six credits and then you use the credits from your monthly membership which i have the 81 like i said the 80 credits and then you book classes through that so like you get to do so many different things and i've been wanting to join like a gym i wanted to do like a spin like bicycling gym and in salt lake that is rebel house so like that's what i was thinking about joining i guess it's equivalent to like what's the one in la that everyone goes to why can't i think of it the cycling gym, Soul Cycle, right? It's like Soul Cycle, but like the Salt Lake version of Soul Cycle. So, anyways, I decided to do the class pass and I'm kind of loving it so far. I am doing so many different things and I'm also like connecting with friends through it because I find out that more and more people have class pass by disclosing that I have class pass and like I'm booked a class, like a spin class to go to with a friend tomorrow and I'm so excited. So, it is expensive. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's totally going to be worth it. And I'm so excited. So, you know, I don't know, like 80 credits is kind of a lot. I was doing the math and I'm like, okay, if the average class is five classes and I have 80 credits, how many classes a week do I have to go to? And I feel like that's a lot. Like, wait, that's 16 a month. So I have to go to four a week. I feel like I'd go to like two to three, but I don't know. Hopefully I don't get too behind on that. But anyways, look into it if that's what you like to do. I know it's pricey, but... Honestly, I think it's worth it from what I've experienced so far. And if you want to try it out, they do like a free month, but it's only 10 credits. So it's only going to get you a few classes. I don't know why they say free month because that's not really the case. You just use the credits till you run out. Not me giving them like a free ad. What? Jesus. But honestly, you guys should use it. Okay. I guess I have to give free ads out now until I don't have to, but I'm over it. Okay. So there's so many things to unpack. This week's episode, I really wanted to talk about how I don't feel like I'm progressing in life. I was honestly talking to my editor about it and I was like, because he's like amazing. He's always like asking me, you know, how I'm feeling, what's going on, because I'll explain how I'm feeling on the podcast. He's one that edits them and then checks in on me, obviously. And he's like, you need to tell everyone, like talk to people about this. And anyways, that's how the topic of this episode came. So shout out to my editor. But first, okay, so hear me out. Before I get into me not progressing, I asked my boyfriend this question the other day. His name is Luke, by the way. I know. I wasn't going to disclose his name. And then my editor's like, what is his name? Like, tell everyone his name. 
And then I was talking to him about it. And he's like, why don't you tell people my name? And I was like, oh, I don't really know. I, I just don't really tell people anyone's name, honestly. Like, I'll mention a few names, but for the most part, I don't. I'll say, like, my friend or my boyfriend or my dad or my mom. Like, I don't usually do, na- do names. But since he said that I could, yes, his name is Luke. But I asked him the other day, like, what one thing was that he wouldn't budge on when it came to raising, like, a family or raising kids. and. I'm not really talking about like morals and values because I feel like that's a given. No one's going to be out here raising their kid to be an asshole. Hopefully not. And so anyways, I wanted to share mine. Now that I think about it, he didn't really give me an answer. He was like, wait, let me think about it. And then like asked me after our gym session and I never asked him. So that's what I'll be doing after this podcast, I guess. But here is like mine. Okay. I will not budge when it comes to this. So if my future husband's like, no, I'm not doing that. I will like, I don't care. Okay. I will divorce him over this. I probably won't. No, it's just happening. Okay, regardless. So hear me out. At 16 years old, my kids are going to get presented with two options involved and like both of them involve getting a job. I want to be clear about that. But at 16, I'm going to be like, you have option number one and you can put all of your money into an account from your job and you'll get it when you graduate and in return, I'll continue to pay for your things. But you are not accessing the money that you earn from your job until you graduate high school and are going into college. Okay, that's option number one. Option number two is they choose to keep all their money from their job, but then they're going to start to be responsible and start paying for some bills and they're not going to get help from me. So I I know in a sense, I'm like, oh, I'm like tying their hand behind their back, like kind of forcing them to make a decision because obviously decision number one is the smartest decision and not me putting this out there so that if my future kid ever wants to figure out what his mom's up to, he just has to listen to this episode. But you know, it's fine. I'm fine. Anyway, I want them to pick option one, obviously. I do. But they can choose either option. And to me, it's a test. So at birth, I plan on putting like $1,000 into like some sort of investment account for my kids, like a mutual fund or whatever, like each kid, they get their own and it starts with $1,000 and it's happening at birth or maybe like when I discover I'm pregnant, whatever. And I'm not going to touch it. And then when they graduate high school, there should be a decent amount of money in that account. It's like thousands of dollars. Honestly, I should have done the math, but I didn't. It's like tens of thousands of dollars. So, but it also depends on the market. So I'll have that money from them, but I'm not going to tell them about it. So if they chose option number one, they're going to get the money from their job that they put away, but they're also going to get the money from that account, all of it. And if they chose option number two, they're not going to be able to have that account or get access to that money. But when they ask me for money, when they're like, I need money for rent or like my groceries or like whatever it is that I decide to help them out with. I'm pulling the money from that account. And honestly, I always wanted to do this because I feel like if they choose option one, they choose, you know, to save all their money and just work and all of it go to an account for those two years. They're teaching me that they can be like responsible with their money. And if they choose option two and they just want to spend their money, they're choosing me that they can't be responsible. So I'm like, okay, whatever you choose is going to be how I react. So that's my plan. And I swear to God, I'm not going to budge on it. And honestly, I think it's pretty genius. I really do. But no, honestly, that's all I had to say about that. I just thought about that. And I was like, I honestly want to share with everyone. So I did. So back to the main topic about me feeling like I'm not progressing in life. And it's so funny because I went to an appointment today and the girl that I had my appointment with, we were talking about this and she's like, I've always thought this, but then she said it. And then we just kind of like went back and forth about it in a good way, not in a bad way. And 
we were just both talking about how we always thought that you had to choose one thing in your life and that's what you had to do forever. Almost like all I had to do was go get a degree in biology and then go work in a lab and like that's what I was going to do forever. And that's not the case. But why did we all think that we literally just had to choose one thing and that was our life forever? I feel like it's so hard for us when we constantly go through these changes because I feel like life literally ebbs and flows. It's none of it's really predictable, but I just feel like that should be taught more. You know, like you're going to change your mind. You're going to change who you are. You're going to change your career. And that's okay. People don't talk about that enough. And so then when people go through it, they feel like it's not okay because it's not talked about enough. And it just frustrates me. But like I was saying, like life is not really predictable. Yes, you can lead yourself down a certain path by making certain choices for yourself. But I still don't think you really understand what lies ahead until it's staring you in the face. Like there'll be situations I'm in, like my relationship, for instance. I'm in a like happy, healthy relationship. I love my boyfriend. But if I did not go get a college biology degree and I did not go work at my lab for two years after I got my degree, and if I did not meet a certain person who also worked at the restaurant that I worked at or that I now work at, who didn't refer me for a job there, I would have never worked there and I got hired at the exact same time as my boyfriend, I would never be dating him. So it's like I did make certain choices for my life by like choosing to get a degree, choosing where I got my job, like things like that. But I didn't really understand like what was going to happen. It wasn't predictable to me. And honestly, if you would ask me five years ago to like drop my perfect plan in life, it wouldn't look how it does now. And that's not a bad thing. Like I'm genuinely really happy now. I just could have never imagined it for myself. And speaking of my old job, someone asked me the other day if I miss my old job. And I kind of laughed because, oh, this is so sad. But the truth is I hadn't even thought about it once since I left. The first time I thought about my old job was genuinely when that person was like, do you miss your job? And I was like, oh, it's almost been three months and I hadn't thought about my job. And I know I feel like I'm not progressing, but in retrospect, I feel like staying at that job would have been more of not progressing than what I'm doing now. Because genuinely, like all I'm doing now is serving. I'm just a server. And it's so funny because there's such a stigma against serving. And like I used to have like believe in this, I guess, but not really because I've been serving, you know, since I was like 20 off and on and I'm 25 now. But everyone like thinks servers don't make good money. And I'm here to debunk that by saying I made significantly less money with my college degree. And I mean significantly by like half the amount significantly, significantly. Why did I say it like that? Wow. Tongue twister. Then I did serving. So that's what's crazy. And so for me, like you guys were around when I did my seven on seven off. So there were weeks where Every other week, I was working about 100 hours between the restaurant, between my lab job. And then the other week, I'd be working like closer to 30. But it's just crazy to me that I worked that much. And now I only work 30 hours a week. And I am bringing in the same amount of money. And I didn't really see past that. Like Once I got my job at the restaurant and I was working at the lab, I literally, you know, I did it for like two months, I think. And then it just blew my mind that I could spend 70 hours in one week at the lab and go work at the restaurant three nights a week and my paychecks to the restaurant would be bigger than me slaving for 70 hours at my other job. 
And then I did some math and I was like, oh, wait, I could make the same amount of money as I do working over a hundred hours. So I'd probably on average be working like 130 hours in two weeks, like in a pay period when people normally would be doing like 40 hours a week. So 80. So I was working about 40 more hours than that, like 30 to 40. And now I work 30 hours a week. So less than full-time in some places, 30 is considered full-time, but other places it's not. And guess what? The same amount of money goes into my bank account. It's crazy to me. And so I sit here and feel like I'm not progressing, but it's like staying at that job would have not been progressing. I cried every single day, every day. And honestly, I don't think I've really cried since I left that job. But do I know my next move? No, (laughs) I don't. But here's what I do have. And that's the time to figure it out. I work probably 25 to 30, maybe 35 hours a week. Only one out of seven of my days are spent working, maybe a little bit more. And I make great money. I feel like I now have the time to try new things. Hence the whole class passing. Like I was saying, like I could try so many different classes. I'm going to like a strength and conditioning class, which I haven't really done like strength and conditioning since soccer. So I'm kind of excited about that, but it just allows me to try different things because I now have the time for it. And I feel like it allows me to interact with more people because I now have the time for it. And like, I can choose to do that, whether it's through my podcast or through social media or actually going out and interacting with people. And I feel like I can do that without something constraining me in a way, like whether it was a job and I could figure out who I am. So like when I worked that much, my only identity was work. People would literally ask me what I did for fun. And I'd be like, I work, which is crazy. What? How's that fun? That's not fun. I do have a fun time at my restaurant job, but like working 24 seven, it's not fun. And I would remember the stories I'd tell like to my friends and family, like they'd be like, what's going on with your life? What's new? And it was always involving work. And I feel like in my job, I lost my identity and who I was. And I feel like this is a very important life lesson because once you lose your identity, I feel like it's time to go. Whatever the situation is, once your identity is no longer recognizable in that certain situation, like to you, once you're like, I don't know who I am, you look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, I don't know who's looking back at me, but it's not me. I swear, once you get to that point, that chapter of your life is over. It is ended and it's time to walk away. And it's in whatever situation. It could be a relationship. It could be a job. It could be a friendship. It could be anything. And I feel like you are doing more harm to yourself staying. I would have done way more harm to myself staying at that job. I cried every day. I was unhappy. I needed to find something new. A lot of people get stuck in relationships. Like this can be tied to a relationship too. And it's like, once you're sitting there and you're staring at yourself and you're like, Ooh, I don't know who that is. Or I don't like that person. It's just, it's time to go. And yeah. So now I feel like it's time for me to figure out my identity without work. Like who is Jess? And that's the thing is I feel like I've caught a glimpse of her in the past. I feel like, you know, like she's funny and witty and I can talk back for days. I keep, going back and forth between the third person. I need to stop doing that. But, and she can like do anything she puts her mind to. And she's really smart. But I also feel like she is not me right now. But I know who she is because I've caught a glimpse of her. And I also think it's hard because I know who single Jess is, but I also feel like now it's time for me to figure out who relationship Jess is. If that makes sense. Because now I'm in a happy and healthy relationship and I feel like I've always tied like 
relationships to losing myself or like I was more motivated out of a relationship or I'd be more successful without a guy holding me down. And so now it's like I have an amazing person in my life who will allow me to be me and support everything I do. Like this podcast, that was huge. I wanted to date someone that supported me and my podcast and everything I wanted to do. And now I finally have that. And now I'm like, uh, like wh- what's next? I have <laughs> no idea. But I feel like it's time for me to figure out who relationship Jess is too. And I don't know. Don't worry, you guys. You'll be here for the ride. Like you're already here through this. And I know I'm not the only one who just like feels stuck, but it's okay. Like we're all going to figure it out. And if you are unhappy in your situation, if it's like your career or whatever it is, like you can leave. It's okay. And honestly, if you're like, I can't, I just can't do it. I do recommend therapy in the sense that maybe it's like an insecurity that's keeping you like there, wherever there is. And I always recommend like anything that would boost your confidence to help you leave, you know, leave your job, leave your relationship, leave your situation. If you're like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to guess that you're lacking confidence. So you need to find something, whatever it is out there to help you gain confidence. And then I promise it's going to be easier to get out of that situation. I don't know. That's all I really have to say about that. I mean, I have like a few random tangents and things I want to talk about, but it's like, it's okay. It genuinely is. I for sure am lost and I don't feel like I'm progressing, but at the same time, I would rather like be in the place I am at now and have the opportunity to figure out the things I want and who I am and what I want to do than be in a situation where I literally can't do that because I'm working so much and I don't know who I am and I can't even be a person and I have all these other people owning me. Like I don't even own my own time. That doesn't sound fun. But at the end of the day, like we can just do whatever we put our minds to and that is important. So here's like something I also want to discuss. It kind of has to relate to the topic, but not a lot. Cause I feel like there'll be like a ton of people in your life, like your friends, family, like or people your age, right? And you're like, we're all in different places. So like, I'm 25. So let's look at most 25-year-olds, you know? There are people with three kids. There are people with zero kids. There are people living on the streets. There are people living in penthouses in New York City at my age. Like, everyone is everywhere. And I was thinking about it. And it's kind of like something I realized about like reproducing and raising a family. And I feel like it's kind of, eye-opening and that is like as generations go on the next generation tends to live like a similar but a better life than the generation before them right like i am living like a little bit of a better life than my parents i guess but that's what you want as a parent right like i would want to raise kids who would live a better life than i did and the cycle continues so it's like it's hard to look at the people your age and compare yourself Because it's like, you don't know the hand that was dealt to them. You don't know like the generations of people that were like, worked so hard before them to give them a head start. And maybe like your family generation is just starting, you know? So it's just hard. Like I get it. We compare ourselves to each other, but it's like they could have had generations of people working real hard for them for years and you have it. And that could lead to why you're in different places in life and age is just a number at the end of the day. And I don't know, just like when you think of all these people who are ahead in your life, just think about the generations of work it took for them to get there. And like that was out of their control and it's out of your control too. Like it's out of anyone's control. 
you can't control what generations before you did or what they didn't do. So yeah, like, yeah, I'd hope, like I said, that my kids live a better life than I do. And I feel like I'm on a great path. Things are looking great for me. I feel like I do have the opportunity to give my future children a better life than I had. Not that my life was bad. I had a great life, but that's just the way it goes. So yeah, you guys, honestly, I think that's all I have to say this week. Sorry, it was a little bit vulnerable. Like, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you're struggling with any of this, like, you know, slide in my DMs. Let's chat about it. Or ask me a question. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, okay? I actually have to go get ready for work. So excited about that. I'm just kidding. I actually enjoy going into work because I really don't work that much. Like, it's a difference going to work 100 hours in a week and then going to work 30 hours in a week. Like, people will be like, do you want to give up your shift? And I'm sitting there like, no, because I literally only work 30 hours a week. Because like, what am I going to do? Just sit at home an extra day of the week? Like, I literally sit at home all day and go into work at like four to five or like whenever, you know? But we'll see. Yeah. So I really got to go. I love you guys so, so much. Please do not forget to go rate this podcast. Hopefully five stars. Leave me a review. Follow me on the Instagram. She's intimidating. My personal Instagram is just with three S's dot Ariel. And yeah, you guys, I will see you next week. I hope you have the best week ever. And I have my podcast interview this weekend. So I'll let you know how that goes. Love you. Goodbye.